Troy Schrank with Target Hospitality. Excellent. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate that. I wanted to follow up on a press release I received recently on a 100-room expansion at El Capitan Community. Talk to us a little bit more about that, and thanks for joining the program here today, sir. You bet. Jason, good to be back. Thanks for having me. We did. We announced a, uh, an expansion of our El Capitan uh, employer accommodations community out in the heart of the Delaware Basin, which is uh, uh, in the prolific Permian, as everyone is aware. Uh, we initially came out and announced the 200-bed two, the, uh, construction of this community back in 2019 for a large integrated producer that has made a substantial investment in the Permian Basin. Uh, as we have done uh, for, the, for the past decade, every time we put a new greenfield community uh, in the ground, uh, we have doubled that, the size of that community in less than three years. And in this case, we're, we're super proud to announce that uh, we've doubled the size of the community in less than uh, about 10 months. Uh, which uh, I think is a, is a pretty good indication of, obviously a very good indication of, uh, of, of the growth in the Permian Basin uh, and, and the investment being made by, by uh, you know, very large integrated producers in the area. So we're excited about uh, having that customer uh, being able to support their, their uh, production efforts uh, in, in, in the Great Permian. And I'm sorry if I missed it, but what city in Texas was this again? So this is right in the heart of the Delaware Basin, up on the state line, and uh, you know it uh, doesn't take too long to figure out where that might be. But there's a little town up there called Orla, Texas. Okay, and, Orla. Uh, I... it's an, it, Orla is an area that uh, has seen uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of investment over the past several years. Uh, if you went back there in 2012, 2011. Uh, you would find probably one building, and it was a registered ghost town on the Texas State Registry. Today, it happens to be at the epicenter of some major oil, oil uh, development. So if, if we wouldn't mind, before I ask you about some of the other projects, I know you got an appointment coming up here, but I do like to take a moment to remind the listeners um, kind of some of the benefits that you bring a community. Not, not only do you bring, you know, a, a a benefit to the industry, but there is benefits to the community with the type of services that you provide. And I saw it firsthand in the Bakken, right in my backyard, the, the type of advantages that uh, like a target hospitality can bring. But it's a two-part question. First off, I imagine that this, this Orla community facilities, like many of your other ones with the zero tolerance, the indoor-outdoor facilities, you got the chefs on hand. Talk about that a little bit, and then transition into the the benefits that communities really see with this type of housing and this type of community that you bring. Sure. Look, you know, as as, as we think about it from the from the, the customer's point of view, and again, a reminder: the customer being large energy employers. You know, they uh, the whole there's a job that that, that has to be done. And the job to be done is to get their human capital, uh, which they've invested millions of dollars in onboarding and training, uh, frankly, uh, to to their work locations faster, safer, cheaper, uh, and much more efficient. 
and, and as a result of being able to, to deliver on that promise for the energy employer, uh, we are driving a better worker who's spending less time in, in, a, in a vehicle on a commute side. As a result, they'll, they'll have much more energy. They've been able to manage their fatigue, uh, reduce uh, uh, incidents that can occur on, on these very dangerous roads and extended travel time. And they're much more productive employees. They're optimized for work. So if we can get their employees to work locations on the rig site, on the track spread, on the project that they're working on, whether it's a right-of-way for a pipeline, if we can do it faster, cheaper, and safer, uh, we have delivered on our part of the job and helped them deliver on their part. Look, part of that is what we do in our communities. And you mentioned it, Jason. It all starts... At, at, at our at, at our community where we do have a zero tolerance policy and that that's not that's not just target policy that's our energy customers uh partnership with us where there is no alcohol uh, which would be counterproductive to productivity and safety on the job site uh, there is no uh, drugs and and firearms allowed uh, on location at, at, at any of our communities we are seen as a as an extension of their safety culture Safety is not uh, just 12 hours. It's a 24-hour commitment uh, with us and our partners uh, on the on the employer side. So, um, look, that that is part of the value proposition. At the end of the day, that's the that that's again part of the job to be done here is you know optimizing their employee uh, and a better worker is a, is a more productive worker, a more loyal employee, uh, and and that drives profits to their bottom line. Make no mistake about it. But I think the one thing that, that can't go uh, without being said is the impact on the community. And I mean the communities that, that we have the privilege of operating in as a good steward, uh, whether it's in the Bakken and Williston and Watford and Dickinson or if it's all the way down to West Texas or Southeast New Mexico. You know, we've been able to alleviate a lot of pressure in these markets where uh, you have infrastructure pressure where there's, a, there's much uh, impact and pressure on the road, uh, very dangerous roads, a lot of truck traffic, lots of intensity, we have a lot of variables at play. The fact that we've been able to build a network of 20 locations in the Permian Basin to get, get the employees off the road, get them off the road much quicker, get them off the road faster, get them off the road more safely. They're spending less time on those roads, which is good for everybody in the community. Highway 285 is one of the most dangerous roads in, in all of the United States. It has too many fatalities, and we've built several thousand rooms along Highway 285 to ensure that we can get that employee off off of that very dangerous road. But there's other there's other obviously benefits to the community. One of which is, you know, we're we're we're, we're we are relieving pressure uh, on the on the supply side for housing. Um, one of the, the major problems that, that West Texas is having right now is uh, affordable housing for first responders, uh, for public servants that work in fire and police and ambulance and medical services and teachers and educators. And uh, rather than having oil field energy employees absorb all of that housing stock, uh, that employee is, is staying with us, right? So the energy employee stays with us. It frees up supply in the community for those first responders, public servants, and it's been a, a much welcome supply uh, for, the, for those communities that, that we operate in today. Well, like I said, I saw it firsthand where it, it really became a, a great tool for civic leaders to really 
balance that uh, issue of overbuilding because in in, in an industry that's historically had boom bust cycles, well, you know that, that that that's a that's a real thing. And this is one of those services that I, I was just amazed, absolutely amazed to see firsthand with my own eyes. Um, transitioning a little bit, uh, Kermit, Texas. You guys still down there? And what other places have you got some beds now? Sure. So as I mentioned, we have uh, 20 unique locations across the Permian, and, and Jason, I think you know this, but for, for your listeners, you know, the Permian is the size of uh, the United Kingdom, I think plus or minus about 87,000 square miles, massive geographical area, and, and uh, it's important from our business perspective to support our customers to make sure that we've strategically built uh, in locations that can, that can certainly support our customers, and again, uh, get the job done, right? Faster, cheaper, faster, cheaper, safer to work locations, and that's exactly what we've done. Kermit definitely is one of those locations. I think we have plus or minus about 500 rooms in the Kermit market, um, and, and it's an area that uh, that uh, we're able to, to support our customers from. Um, again, we have, you know, 19 other locations across the Permian outside of even Kermit uh, from the Midland Basin, uh, where we hold probably three to 4,000 rooms, uh, between Midland, Odessa, uh, all the way through the Delaware Basin with the balance of our rooms. So, you know, Jason, today, as you know, we've seen rapid growth uh, over the last several years. I think we're pushing 9,000 rooms in the Permian Basin today. Uh, and, look, we, look we, 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 we continue to assess areas of what we call white space uh, where we can better support and help our customers. Um, you know, but with 20 locations, we've pretty much got it covered at this point. Any final thoughts as we wrap up? I know you got a uh, another meeting coming up. Appreciate the time today. So, any final thoughts? Uh, what to look forward to with uh, what you guys have coming down the pipe, or anything that we missed that you want to make sure we get or reiterate, etc. Maybe a chili recipe. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. Hey, look, you know, look as we think about the business, you know, look, we're we're. We're, we're fortunate and, and privileged to, to be doing business in, in two great basins in the United States. We're, we're privileged to be part of something, I think, on, on a bigger picture, to be a part of U.S. energy independence. We're an integral part of that. We're going to continue to be an integral part of that. And, uh, and at the end of the day, make sure that we have, uh, we have uh, delivered on our promise for our customers, uh, energy employers, and their employees. Uh, and I think we can do that. But just a couple of really kind of fun announcements. You know, one of the things that, you know, I, I think oftentimes we get carried away talking about how many facilities and communities we have and how many rooms. And, look, what I think what I'm most proud of is we have almost 700 great employees in the Permian Basin today that deliver on our promise, deliver the great service quality to our guests every single day. They live with our customers 24-7, and that is, that is just not for super proud of. They get the, the ability to deliver some great food, not good food. You're working 12 or 14-hour days in 104-degree heat, and you're covered in PP&E and FR. Uh, what you're looking forward to is not good food. You're looking forward to great food. So, you know, the opportunity for our great people to, to make fresh, you know, grilled steaks every night, grilled chicken, grilled fish, pastas. We've opened up this new concept. I don't know if I've shared it with you, Jason. It's a it's a uh, uh, sports bar and grill without the alcohol, of course. It's called the Frack Shack. We've started to open these up over the last several years. 
we're opening up our uh, our seventh one here coming up here in in, in 2020, and they're all on location. Uh, you know, the the the, the customer gets to you know go have food 24 seven. If they want to go over to the frack shack, they can have a handmade uh, burger, uh, custom made burger with hand cut French fries. We've got wood fired pizza oven. Um, it's like a sports a sports bar that that that, that anyone would be proud to go into with absolutely great food. I think it's it's that it's that care and concern and 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 uh, emphasis on the on our guests that that frankly uh, have uh, you know every energy company just clamoring to do you know to help us to have them help us or have us help them rather. And so you know those those are the fun things, right? It, it's all about the food. It's all about our guests. And uh, Jason, you have a stand invitation to come down to the Permian and try one of those uh, homemade burgers anytime. Well, might take you up on it, too. And, and, you know, one last thought I do want to mention is that when I was up visiting some of the facilities up in the Bakken before back probably oh, five years ago now and kind of talking to some of those guys, you know, afterwards and, you know, three, four years later, the one thing that they talked about that it was that brotherhood, that sense of brotherhood, which nowadays I don't know what the PC term is, I guess manhood, humanhood, whatever the term is but it's when you can really get together a good work-life balance and that's what's really impressed me about what you guys have done is figured out a way that you can actually leave your stress at work at the end of the day and like you said go into a sports bar without alcohol and actually kick back and have fun and release some of that stress because sometimes when you go home and you got laundry waiting for you, and you know you got the lawn waiting for you, and you got a couple kids you got to bring, and you got this and that. There's there's that extra stress that the home life that you don't get the right balance, and that's what I kind of I, I don't know. I've I've had a few conversations about that with some people that stayed in your facilities up in the Bakken, and, and I wanted to pass that along. That it's really interesting to see the way that you guys have strived for a true, you know, work life you know, re- release at the end of the day, balance type of a thing. Is that intentional or did you guys just stumble into that? That's a hundred percent intentional. Um, and you know, here's why it's a hundred percent intentional. You know, you can call it whatever you want, brotherhood, fraternal, fraternity, uh, by nature in energy, as you know, it's, it's, it's the backbone of, 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 of the energy and the, and what's called the oil patch. Right. Um, there's a there's an understanding. I like to call it empathy. You call it whatever you want, but I like to call it empathy. And the way we have structured this, meaning all of our employees are also rotational workers or rotational employees. They're coming from outside of the area, much like many of these uh, energy employees and workers. And so our folks are working rotations, very similar to a frack hand. They're there for two or three, four weeks at a time, and then they get to travel back to their home state. And so there's a, there's a, there's a degree of empathy immediately that's developed between our employee and the guest. There's an understanding of what they're going through, working long days, 12, 14, 16-hour days for two, three, four, five weeks at a time, right, working that rotation schedule. And so that develops the, the quote-unquote, as you say, the brotherhood. In our in, in our business, we say empathy, guest empathy, customer empathy, and 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 to understand that look, they're going through isolationism, being away from their family and friends. They're going through periods of, of morale, lower morale because they miss them. 
uh, or they can't connect with them, they can't stand. And so that friendship and that empathy is developed over time. And I think that's what makes the customer so sticky. That's what makes, you know, this culture of brotherhood and fraternal, uh, you know, friendships uh, last. And, and, and I think, you know, by, by deliberation, literally, deliberately, we've, we've set up the hospitality program that way. Troy Shrink, Target Hospitality, thank you much. Jason, thanks again.